Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. I feel like I've got to sound a little bit creepy to go with the music. Uh, Guys, this is episode 233 and the sixth installment, longest we've ever done on a collection, the Stranger Things collection, where today the topic is who are psychics really talking to? So come with me on a deep dive today into all things psychics. I'm even going to teach you a little bit about demons, but I didn't want to say that in the title because I thought that sounded a little bit full on. But however, that's where we're going today. We have covered a lot of ground, guys. Look, this might be the last episode in the Stranger Things collection. We can always revisit. We can revisit. But I do still have one episode that I haven't played yet, which is Jake's episode. Episode, which I've told you about a few times, which is his story on trying to sell his soul to the devil. But I do want to press pause after this week on Stranger Things because there are so many other things that have been happening in the world that we really need to talk about. So I will play that episode of Jake's as well as two other episodes that I've been busting to put out and share with you guys, uh, which are two conversations that I had with Shane Willard. They are incredible. So I'm going to pop those three episodes up mid to late December. So guys, do not switch off over the holiday over the holidays. Girl Next Door is not going anywhere. We are going to keep going over the entire summer break. So not only do you get to have fresh updated episodes, go back and binge all the ones that um, you maybe haven't listened to. Also, before we get started into all things psychics, I want you to look out for some exciting changes on my social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. Mostly in the past, I've just posted tiles of the latest episodes with a little blurb, and they are amazing, and they've been beautifully done um, by my queen creator girl, my good friend Renee. Um, But we're going to change things up a little bit, and you guys really do. In fact, everyone on Instagram loves more interactive content, so you're going to be seeing a lot more of that, so be sure to follow me, girlnextdoor.podcast. You'll start to see some changes there. All right, guys, let's dig into today's topic on why psychics and we might even, if we get time, we're going to touch on tarot cards as well. But why is it that psychics seem to be so accurate, right? Like when psychics are giving us supposed messages from departed loved ones, I want to know, who are they actually talking to? Have you ever wondered that before? Are they really talking to the spirits of departed loved ones? Like, that's creepy, right? And what about fortune tellers? How do they predict our future? Like, how are they doing that? So we're going to talk about that today. So 
Let's talk about psychics for a moment. There has been, like witches, go back to the witch talk episode, uh, I think that was two episodes, one episode ago, I can't remember now, a massive rise in witchcraft, which we've seen on TikTok with over 34 billion and counting viewed pieces of content to do with witchcraft. But there has also been a massive 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 rise in psychics. You can find a job, guys, as a psychic on Job Search or LinkedIn. Uh, So where many people are becoming tech savvy or a social media, addict. On the other hand, there are more and more people showing interest and developing skills and faith in psychic abilities. Now, in a time of uncertainty and increasing stress, people are looking for assurance. They're looking for answers to their problems. So in walks the psychics, right? Let's do a little bit of a look into that. In 2019, the New York Times did this article titled, Psychic Mediums Are the New wellness coaches. Guys, did you hear that? Apparently psychic mediums are the new wellness coaches. I'm going to unpack what psychics are, the difference between psychic, psychic mediums. But have you guys ever heard of Goop, G-O-O-P? It's this whole wellness movement that was started by a famous actress and the ex-wife of amazing Coldplay lead singer, Chris Martin, Gwyneth Paltrow. Guys, Gwyneth Paltrow, very famous actress in the 90s. I used to follow her. All of us girls had our hair cut like her. We watched all of her movies. Uh, So she's, um, and of course, very popular as well after having married Coldplay singer. Who doesn't love Coldplay? I've been to one of their concerts. It was incredible. Anyway, she started this whole wellness movement called Goop. You might want to know what Goop stands for. It's really simple. Someone once told her that all of the successful movements have um, double Um, double vowels in them, like double A, double O. So she decided, well, she was going to take her initials of her name, Gwyneth Paltrow, GP, and put double O in the middle. And so we get goop. So there you go. Now her company, which is very popular, her aim is to bring new age advice so that you can live better, right? She also turned it into a documentary called Goop Lab. And she also, on top of that, runs a conference called In Goop Health Summit, where, by the way, people gather from all around the world and tickets are a minimum of $1,000 a pop to attend. And you can go there and learn how to tap into your intuition. Now at this conference, she not only features psychics, but medical doctors, nutritionists, and CEOs. So I'm telling you, new age, like I've been saying, is now very mainstream. Who would have thought that psychics would be completely accepted at a mainstream conference? Rebranding themselves, by the way, not as psychics, but as intuitives, intuitives, right? Doesn't that sound so much more fancy or intuitive healers? And what they do is they channel energy to help people discover what they want out of life. They teach people to trust their gut and their intuition, all very new agey. Now, remember what I said about new age practices being focused around self, finding what we need in ourself. And so this whole goop movement that Gwyneth Paltrow has 
had going for a long time now is very, very popular. Now, one story in this New York Times article was telling uh, the story of how in one session, Miss Razzo approached uh, a lady called Lauren Lamb, who's 38, and said that her mother, who had died, wanted to pass on, on some advice related to redecorating a room. So this, this is a little story that happened during this Goop conf- wellness conference. Now, Miss Lamb said, oh my gosh, she was redoing her house. And so some of the details that Miss Russo, who was one of the speakers, provided felt inexplicably specific to her. How would she possibly know that? I'm a believer now, Ms. Lamb said. Sounds like Christians, right? Like, I'm a believer. I believe in the Lord. Well, now these people are believing in the psychic powers. So people are desperate for reassurance. They're flocking to the Netflix series, to to conferences, to, to mediums in every country around the world because people want assurance. They want direction. They're missing their loved ones. They've got no assurance of the afterlife, right? And so this gives them some hope of the afterlife. They want to know that there is more beyond this life rather than they're just being nothing. They want hope and they want safety and they want security. And we have definitely seen that over the last two years with the COVID pandemic, where people will just flock to the places and the spaces that make them feel the most safe and the most secure. Now, like witches, psychics are not weird you know, alternate people that they once were seen as being. We are talking mainstream. That's why I wanted to start with the the story of this conference and uh, and Gwyneth Paltrow and how she's on Netflix. And it's very mainstream and becoming very normalized. And it's really not a joke when I say that psychics are the new therapists. Now let's look closer to home here in Australia. Psychics have also gone more mainstream. In 2019, for the first time ever, a popular Australian she, now, get get this. This is her rap sheet. She's a clairvoyant, a medium, a tarot card reader, and a psychic healer. Her name is called Trishel, not her real name, but she convinced the Royal Easter Show in Sydney to include a psychic reading room. So this is in your mainstream um, Royal Easter Show. Now, her and her team did 14 readings a day, and guess what? You could even buy their psychic show bag. So don't worry about buying Nestle's show bag or Birdie Beetle's show bag because that's the cheapest. That's the one I used to be allowed to have as a kid. You can now buy a psychic show bag. Now, in March of this year, in Victoria, their paper, the Herald Sun, did an article titled, Victorians Look to Spirits, Tarot Card Readings, and Mediums for Life Advice. So a Melbourne psychic reported that it was heartbreaking to watch the fear and anxiety in young people after two years of COVID chaos. And it reported that young Victorians are increasingly tuning into psychics for guidance in their lives. So I just wanted to set the tone by saying that psychics are not these, you know, alternative uh, small little slice of society anymore. It really is pushing in to the mainstream in, in many, many places. So let's look at what is a psychic before we answer the big question, who is it that they're really talking to and how is it that they can be so accurate about the future? So let's look at what a psychic is, because there's really many, many, many roles that can all come under the umbrella of psychic. So basically, a psychic 
uh, is a person who claims to use extrasensory perception, right? Have you ever heard of ESP before? ESP to identify information that's hidden from the normal senses, or they can perform acts that are apparently inexplicable by natural laws. And the reason too, I just want to say uh, in science world, there's no scientific proof, okay, for any of this. And so it's known as pseudoscience. So psychics, like I said, can cover a number of different roles. So let me go through just some of them. And this is not an exhaustive list, but all of these come under the umbrella term psychic, magicians, cold readings, angel healings, astral projections, you know, that's out of people that have out-of-body experiences, um, energy medicine, so that's the ability to, to heal, uh, automatic writing, which we spoke about in the Enneagram episode, levitation, which is the ability to float or fly by mystical means. Then there's clairvoyance, which is the ability to see things and events that are happening far away or to locate people, objects, or places using a sixth sense, right? Then there's psychokinesis, which is the ability to move things with one's mind. Then we have divination, which is the ability to gain insight into a situation using the occult, or telepathy, which is the ability to transmit or receive thoughts supernaturally. Then we have mediumship, which is what we're going to talk a bit about today, the ability to communicate with the departed loved ones. And then, of course, uh, prophecy, which is also known as premonitions or uh, fortune tellers. It's the ability to foretell events without non-facts. Okay, so that's just a few of the different ways that psychics... um, might have a, they would call it a gift in. Okay. So psychics mostly can't do all of those. They're usually gifted in one or two of those areas. Now you might even have psychics who say that they believe in Jesus or let's flip it the other way. I know from listening to you guys and just from the research I've been doing, there are many young people who would call themselves Christians who are in churches today that would either believe in or practice some of those things. I mean, I didn't even put in their tarot cards, right? Tarot cards are one of those. But there are people, uh, young people who believe that they can, um, you know, they can predict things through astrology or through their tarot cards. Or perhaps they wear crystals, believing that the crystals have some healing power. Or like we talked about a few weeks ago, they manifest. They believe that they can manifest and bring good things uh, into their future or into their present lives. So these are all different new age beliefs that do, some of these fall under the the psychic realm that young people can uh, often believe in, if not practice, and at the same time say that they're Christians. So it's not unusual to have these psychics who say that they believe in Jesus, who even use the Lord's name, by the way. I was listening to a podcast where there was this, there's this young woman who used to be a new ager and she got saved and now she uh, speaks against the new age. And she was interviewing a lady who used to be a psychic uh, and also for the last nine years has been a born again. Christian. And it was very interesting to hear 
her perspective, where she said that when she was taught how to be a psychic, that she was taught to say the Lord's Prayer before doing a, a, a medium reading. So psychics, some of them, or a lot of them would say that their gift is a spiritual gift from God. They can, they feel like to, because they obviously know that they they believe in good spirits and bad spirits, they believe they can protect themselves from any bad spirits by either burning sage or imagining white light around them. But some of them, they cite the Lord's Prayer before beforehand thinking, oh, that's going to protect me. Now, this is the thing about anyone that's involved in any of these forms um, of the psychic world. They genuinely want to help people, right? They genuinely believe that they are helping people, the, the majority of them. They see themselves as love and light coming into people's lives to bring love and light. So let's unpack who exactly are these psychics speaking to? And how come oftentimes they're so accurate? Are these psychic mediums speaking with the dead? Now, what would they say? Their answer would be that as mediums, they don't think they're speaking with the dead because they don't believe that people die, okay? They believe that people just transition from a, from this physical being to a spiritual one. And so they believe that they're communicating with these departed spirits. They believe that they are sensitive enough and intuitive enough to hear and feel or even to see information being sent to them from what they call the other side, with the other side being where the departed loved ones have have gone over to. So in other words, they really do believe, they truly believe they are communicating with spirits. So when they do readings for people, they genuinely think that they are talking with family members who have been deceased. But let me tell you what is really going on. Can the other side be contacted? Absolutely, there is such a thing as the other side. But what they are actually doing is communicating with demons masquerading as dead loved ones. Now, most psychics, like I said, think that they are helping others. They think that they truly are servants of righteousness, that what they are doing is good, that they're bringing light and life. But this is the thing. Satan, it says in the Bible, can disguise himself. He can disguise himself as something good, like one of our loved ones. 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen to 15 says, And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. And very interesting that a lot of psychics will use that word light and love. And then it goes on in verse 15 to say, So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. So this lady I was telling you about a moment ago that has been saved for nine nine years, her name is Jen Nizza, N-I-Z-Z-A. You can look her up for yourself. She's really interesting to listen to. She is an ex-psychic whose encounter with tarot card readings as a child led her on a journey into New Age practices and the occult. She spent years doing readings and communication with what she truly thought were the dead. 
okay, or not not the dead because it was their spirits, but the departed loved ones, until she had an encounter with Jesus that changed her life. She basically says that psychic practices uh, cause you to go down the rabbit hole of destruction, and she exposes it as what you are, what they are really doing is talking with the demonic. That demons, they're extremely intelligent. They're masquerading as angels of light, and a demon will present itself as a familiar spirit. In other words, either as someone that you know, or even as a person that you don't know, but still a human because we're familiar with humans. But they are never ever, ever communicating with an actual spirit of a deceased person. How do we know? There is nothing in the Bible about dead spirits staying behind on the earth, right? The spirits return to God. If we have a look at Ecclesiastes 12, 7, it tells us what happens when people die. It says the dust returns to the ground it came from and the spirit returns to God who gave it. The spirit doesn't stay on this earth, right? Dead people's spirits are not floating around on earth for you and me to talk to. So psychics, whether they realize it or not, are using demonic power. But the only way that we can truly meet our loved ones again is when we die and we meet them again in the kingdom of heaven. Uh, we Not by talking to them now on earth through another person, right? Like even if our loved ones in heaven can see what's going on on earth, I should do an episode on heaven because that's an interesting thought. We can't communicate with them. There's nothing in the Bible that says that we can. So any communication is not with a human spirit departed. It's with demons. Any spiritualist medium who has left that practice, who's been saved, will tell you the same thing. They will attest that there is indeed something on the other side, but that something is the demonic impersonating the departed. Uh, This is what basically ghosts are, demons appearing in familiar form. Or sometimes, like I said, it might not be familiar, but it's always familiar in the sense of that it will be uh, take on like a human form. Now, you guys have most likely heard of the guy, the crossing over guy called John Edwards. He had a show for, I don't know if he's still got it going now, but for many years called Crossing Over, where he gets this live audience and he talks to departed loved ones of of the audience. And he brings messages to them from their departed loved ones. So how does this work? Well, he usually starts by giving impressions of what he's getting, right? So he'll throw out their names or numbers or dates, right? Now, if you throw out enough names, numbers, and dates, someone in the audience is going to go, oh yeah, that relates to me, right? And so he waits for someone to respond. Then when someone responds, he'll ask them questions and he'll start tossing out clues that he says that he's getting. And if you've listened, it's seriously general information, right? Like he could say something like, I'm getting a cat. She had a cat or she liked cats or she knew someone who had a cat. And then the person in the audience they're the ones filling in the blanks. You you go back and have a listen to him doing this. You know, you might get someone go, yes, that was my dad. He was allergic to cats and mum tried to bring one home once. Or it's really like kind of this, it feels like spiritual charades. That's probably the best way to describe it. Um, 
and and the dead seem to have a very hard time being very clear. Like, why can't they just speak clear words? And usually, too, these spirits are always happy and doing well. But I wonder what it is exactly that they're supposedly doing. And notice that these spirits never tell anyone to believe in God or read the Bible. They never urge people to salvation. We've talked before about Deuteronomy 18, 10 to 12, where it forbids divination, sorcery, spirit contact, consulting mediums, consulting those who contact the dead, casting spells and heeding omens. These things are banned. And obviously we know why, because we know who they're really talking to. But how is it that they can be so accurate? Now, obviously, there are going to be frauds out there who are gathering their information just from ordinary means, right? Like it's not hard to Google someone and get basic information, but there seems to be some who are really legitimate. Like they haven't, obviously, they they do seem to know things that no one else could know or they're predicting things in the future. Now, we've all seen, like I said, the crossing over guide, John Edwards. So he will speak to these audiences. He's giving them messages from their loved ones. And, you know, they're crying and they're weeping and they're laughing because of the accuracy of what he's supposedly communicating. And they and he are absolutely convinced that their loved ones are sending these messages through John. So how can psychics like John Edwards know things that they couldn't know in the natural? Well, we have to go back to the fact who it is that they're really speaking to. Now, if you listen to my very first episode, we talked all about angels and the angelic realm and how the Bible talks about how God has an angelic army. So when we know more about angels, well, we know more than about the demonic realm, because remember, Satan is a fallen angel. The demons are fallen angels. And so when we know more about that, it helps us to understand. And so there is a demonic realm out there that is very real. Now, these demons know things about you and your life and the people you knew and the people that you loved. Like they know who your grandpa was, who your grandma was. They know how to make themselves look that way. Remember, they can disguise themselves as angels of light or they can make themselves sound like them because they know a lot about them. They were alive and around when your grandparents were around and they're alive now that you're around and they're going to be alive in the next generation. They know a lot about you and your past and your family. So psychics are communicating with very clever demon spirits. Now remember, and I just preached on this in our uh, church this weekend on 1 Peter, where it tells us that our enemy, Satan, prowls around like a lion waiting for someone to devour. It talks about how he prowls and he roars and he devours like a lion. So interesting that the Bible would use this analogy. Because if you know anything about lions, they don't just launch on their prey straight away. They prowl, they hide, they watch, and they study. So God is trying to tell us what our enemy is like. He watches, he studies, he's hidden, right? And so if that's what the devil does, then he studied you. He's studied your loved ones for years. He knows a lot about you. So of course they can communicate some pretty accurate information. They studied your grandma too and your aunties and your friends. And guys, I know this all sounds like freaky stuff, right? But the unseen realm is real. The Bible talks about to fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but on the unseen. Okay. And the very fact that we believe in God 
means that we believe in an unseen realm. We just don't like to talk about the negative part of the unseen realm, but we need to be aware because more and more young people are starting to put their faith in this unseen realm. So that's talking about the the accuracy of the information from the psychic mediums. But what about the fortune tellers? What about those that uh, tell your future? Because this is the same thing. Satan and his demons do not know the future. So how come you can have tarot card readings, for example, or a fortune teller that would predict your future, give you a prophecy about the future? Well, at the end of the day, remember what I said, that the uh, the, the demonic realm, the demons, Satan, they're only fallen angels, right? Now, angels, fallen angels uh, do not have access to the future, unless God tells them something. God is the only all-powerful one. Now, one example is if they could see the future, including Satan, then they would know when Christ is returning, right? But Mark 13, 32 tells us no one knows the day, day or the hour, not even the angels. But what the enemy can do is he can predict the future. Satan and his demons can make predictions based on observation, just like we could. Demons are extremely intelligent and they can observe people and events very closely. That's why, like I said, it says in Peter, he prowls around like a lion waiting for someone to to devour. The, uh, The enemy stalks like a lion. He watches and he's very, very patient. So they can have a good sense of what might happen. So although they are limited in their accuracy, they can still be accurate nonetheless. I think another reason that Satan will give a psychic information about a person is to get that person hooked into spiritism, right? Because what's the enemy's plan? He just wants everyone to be not worshiping the real true God. He just wants, no matter what it is that he can turn you to, he just wants to turn you away from the Bible, away from God. And if he can do that by hooking young people into spiritism, then he will do that. All right, so there you go. Now, I didn't think I would get to this bit, but we are going to get to it. Before we finish, I just wanted to have a quick chat about tarot cards as well. Now, tarot cards are also becoming more mainstream. They are available in many retail store outlets. Now, my youngest boy, Ashton, as you know, he works at QBD and they've got an entire new age section and they sell tarot cards in there. Now, interesting fact, he came, he said to me, he told me this a while ago. He's like, mom, guess which section is the most stolen from how, like what section in our shop that we have the most shoplifting from? I'm like, I don't know. I wouldn't have a clue. It's actually the new age section. How fascinating is that? Kind of ironical, right? Like new ages are meant to be about love and light and higher living. And then it's the most stolen from section. Anyway, Tarot cards are a deck of playing cards that date back to 15th century Europe. And the first tarot card deck was designed for occult purposes in 1789. Now, the main use of tarot cards is for divination purposes. Remember what I said that divination is. Divination is the ability to gain insight through occultish means. All right. So tarot card readers will use these cards to give people insight into uh, their love life, their finances, family problems, relationship problems, maybe their future spouse, or basically anything that they want 
to ask. But plain and simple, it's another dangerous practice because yet again, we're relying on a pack of cards which were created for the purposes of the occult to tell us or at least give us hints about our future. Now, there is no such thing as spiritually neutral divination. Okay, divination via tarot cards means that you are not going to God to actively seek out your future, and there is no in between, there's no neutral here. So, if you're not going to God, then again, you are relying on demonic powers, right? To get your uh, to get uh, understanding about your future, to get insight into your future. So don't be deceived, even though these psychics are telling you things that resonate with you, things that are true. Remember, they saw you go into that tattoo parlor and get that meaningful tattoo about that loved one that passed. They see you wearing your Nana's necklace every day. They know a lot about you. They know even more than you do about your family, but they're not God. They're not going to God as their source. Now, I guess the big question is, well, why would these demons then want to help us, right? Um, Aren't these psychics doing good? Like, what about when the police use them with investigations to help them solve crimes? Well, this is the thing. Again, there's a deception here. We think that they are helping because they're giving us something that we need. It's really our perception of help, right? We think that we're being healed, or that we're going to meet the man of our dreams, or we're going to get reassurance that our loved ones are still with us. But in reality, they're not helping. What they are doing is they are leading you away from God. These psychics are never going to help you or me. Instead, what will happen is we will enter into a demonic oppression, not only leading us away from God in the here and now, but if we keep going, it will lead us away from God eternally. And that is the ultimate plan. These demons, they hate God and they don't like you either. And this whole uh, new age practices, they're very addictive. This reassurance that we get, this comfort is addictive. And we find ourselves making appointments to go back or we buy ourselves a set of tarot cards. But guys, I'm telling you, do not give consent to any of these things in your life. No crystals, no manifesting, no psychic reading can help you. Only God can help you. Only God has the answers. And remember, demons are afraid of him. They have to bow their knee to Jesus. So let's finish with a story in the Bible of a fortune teller girl. We find this story in Acts 16 verses 16 to 18. And notice again that this fortune teller that's following Paul around in this scripture is a girl. I find it so interesting. The same on TikTok. I talked about this, how there's a very, very interesting uh, observation to me that it is our girls who are very vulnerable to this. And that just makes me think that girls, 
we, when we're in God's hand, can be extremely powerful. We, we can be absolute weapons for the kingdom of God. And the enemy knows that. And that's why he's trying to distract and influence us with all of these things. There is no accident on why witch talk is going viral amongst majority females. So let's have a look at this scripture. Verse 16, once as we were going to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit of fortune telling and who had brought her owners a great deal of money by predicting the future. Let's just park there for a second. How interesting is that? That number one, this girl was a slave. Number two, it was a spirit that she had. And number three, it was all about money, right? Bringing in money. So let's continue. Verse 17, she would follow Paul and us and shout, these men are servants of the most high God and are proclaiming to you a way of salvation. She kept doing this for many days until Paul became annoyed, turned to her and told the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus, the Messiah to come out of her. And it came out that very moment. So the ability to fortune tell came from a demonic spirit, and that spirit had to flee at the name of Jesus because only Jesus has the true power, not Satan. So guys, that kind of brings us to the end. Other than, like I said, we're just pressing pause because I know there are still many things we've not talked about, but there's a really big takeaway from this whole series. Two takeaways. The first takeaway for me and for you is how the new age really is masking as an angel of light and people, especially young people, and even more so our young girls, Think that these practices are good and helpful from crystals to manifesting to tarot cards to witchcraft to the Enneagram, even yoga, psychic readings, astrology, we could go on and on. And the second thing is anything that does not have its source as in Jesus Christ, where the source is not God himself, has no place. It has no place in my life and it has no place in your life. So do not let anyone convince you that these practices are acceptable in our lives. Okay. So um, we're going to press pause on stranger things, but uh, we will come back to it, guys. Like I said, I still want to play you Jake's episode. And I'm even mm, contemplating, I'd really love to talk to you guys about heaven. I know a lot of you enjoyed the one that I did on angels, but I'd love to talk to you a little bit about heaven. Uh, However, next Wednesday, there are so many things we need to catch up on. So if uh, you are a parent, actually, even if you're not, many, many of you who are not parents are still joining me on Friday for Parenthood Fridays. Otherwise, I will see you next Friday, no, next Wednesday. But thank you guys so much for joining me on this. Please keep sharing it. I know a lot of you have. I can see my viewership, my listenership going through the roof, uh, particularly with this series. Uh, So keep sharing it. Please keep putting um, written reviews. Thank you to the people that have been doing that. It just helps to keep getting, uh, you know, good material in people's hands, the truth um, in people's hands. And we really all need as much help as we can to navigate current culture uh, in a way that is wise and godly. So guys, I love you. Thank you for joining me. I'll be with you next week. Bye.